0: Welcome to Message in a Bottle. Today's episode is entitled Victory Prayers. And this is Jeff. And in the studio with me today is Steve. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Steve. And there's a big empty chair where David usually sits. He is not with us today. He is, however, out on vacation, so we're missing him. Let me begin by reading today's revelation. So on August 5th, I heard the Holy Spirit say, I want you to start praying victory prayers, period. And then that was it. Uh, I appreciate
1: you just giving what you've heard or received from the Holy Spirit, and sometimes it's just one sentence, sometimes it's just one word. word. (laughs) Uh, And recording this... um, First of all, when we go to to judge this, this does have application to it. Uh, So looking at this uh, uh, prophetic revelation, it's actually prophetic application. And then we can look at these words. I want you to pray victory prayers. Uh, So in Scripture, we can find in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, verse 57, "...but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ." So, we know we have victory th- through Jesus being our Lord over life. And this is important because Paul's saying Lord Jesus, he's not saying Jesus Christ. So, this does have a condition. We have to honor. Uh, the uh, Jesus as Lord of our life For this to be fulfilled uh, 1 John 5, 4 For whatsoever is born of God Overcomes the world And this is the victory That has overcome the world Which is our faith And our faith in God So these two scriptures line up With the words that were just spoken um, Even though it's a short sentence to judge It is of the Lord And uh, we can move forward In uh, to how do we respond to this uh, direction the Lord has given you and I believe the body
0: yeah so I, I have this I, I have a very I would call it maybe playful relationship with Holy Spirit so he, he said that to me and my my immediate next thing I said to him was well what on the world is that right and then, I thought about it for a little bit and I'm like, well, hold on for a second. Are you telling me that I'm not doing this or I am doing this and I don't realize it or what he, what is that? Right. So I, it like very often he will say something to me that like piques my curiosity. But at the same time, if I really stop and start thinking about it, I'm like, wait, what? I mean, I thought I was praying victory prayers. I guess I'm not. Okay. All of a sudden, it takes me—I'm smiling as I say that—it usually takes me a little bit to process it and get to the place where I'm then teachable, right? I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, teach me. What what on earth is a victory prayer? I'm ready
1: now. The beautiful part, and we've shared this in earlier episodes, prophecy leads you back to thinking about God's stuff or what God intends— where we should be instead of what we think we should be with God. So, um I'm glad that you're sharing these responses because this is this is normal. It should yeah. this should be normal spiritual awareness is that okay. Now, maybe not the negative like am I not praying victory prayers versus what is a victory prayer? you know if if you're scratching going what is a victory prayer then God's got you on the hook.
0: It, he, it usually takes me a little bit to get to that place where I'm like, all right I need to process it and and I think what happens is he kind of sits there and just chuckles while I'm working through my stuff just waiting patiently waiting for me to finally get to the place where I'm like, okay, teach me I, I what is that? Right. What is that? And you're, normally you're sent
1: into Scripture to go, is there victory prayer reference in the Bible? Is there victory present prayer that, that Jesus uh, you know, spoke? Uh, so you, you go on a, a word search or a phrase search in the Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think both of us before this recording, we both like Blue Letter Bible, and I do a lot of word searches through Blue Letter Bible. And uh, you have you have another one that you can share but uh, so
0: when I use blue letter Bible um, I use the King James because that's what they use for their strongs um, interlinear. so I always go that way mm-hmm. so to look up the Hebrew Greek Aramaic words um, so that I can understand the meaning. So yeah, I use blue letter Bible but I primarily use Bible Gateway mm-hmm. because I find myself more and more um, drawn to and paying attention to the Passion Translation, and they have that amongst their—I don't know how many different translations they have out there, but it's—it's it's a lot. Right. Um, I also use that for my Amplified Classic. So sometimes I use Amplified Classic. Sometimes I, more times than not, I'm using Passion. Mm-hmm. Um, So anyhow, yeah, those are the two sources that I use and the two tools that I use to kind of look up words. There's one other tool that I will use upon occasion, and that's vines. Um, And this is an example of one of the times that I actually did use vines. Um, I use vines because vines will often give me all the different Words that get translated. So, for instance, with victory, mm-hmm. there's three different words that get translated as victory or victorious. Two of them are nouns. One of them's a verb. Um, but that—that's I learned that stuff from Vines. That's the tool that I use. Um, and in this case, I really like what you used with First John five four, because I want to say. I mean, maybe a year ago, but sometime within the last year, one of the things that Holy Spirit spoke to me was that it was possible to be victorious and not an overcomer. Mm-hmm. And, and that actually kind of threw me off the horse for a little bit. I'm like, what? Is that true? And I did a bunch of research using the tools we just talked about, and it took me to 1 John five four. And the reason I like that is because both of the words are in that one verse. Right. Victory and overcome. So when I did some, some looking, especially in vines, um, I think it's interesting that victory can be a noun, person, place, or thing, but it can also be a verb. And when it's used in the sense of a verb... Mm-hmm. it means to continuously conquer and overcome which is which is very cool that's where our word overcomers comes from right is it's a greek word called nikael.
1: i've seen where i've witnessed where people have tried to speak victorious prayers but they really speak about Winning the fight And if you're speaking about Winning the fight Victory is after the fight has been won Yeah. Uh, so when this uh, you, you you sent this to me And gave it to me uh, Several days ago The scripture verse that came to my mind Is James 5 And the second half of 16 Which says the effective prayer Of a righteous man can accomplish much Now mm-hmm. I'm reading that out of NSAB uh, King James says, "Availeth much." Mm-hmm. Uh, availeth is is a very difficult word to to look up, so you have to go to avails, and avails is actually translates to profits much. It is in the transaction of goods and services of profits, p r o f i t s. So that means that it increases or creates increase, uh, you know, from that. We know we're in the position of a righteous man in the earlier verse we shared that when we recognize the Lord Jesus Christ and we're called into the position of Jesus, there is a position of righteousness that we can be before God the Father and speak at any point in time because we're positioned there with Jesus. So the effective part, uh, I looked up that. King James says fervent,
0: and if you look up fervent,
1: uh, it means red hot. It means to glow, but here's a cool one. It actually means to watch the, the shimmer of boiling water and you know the wave effect of the violence of the water. It, it, it references the movement, not the boiling, but the movement. So the movement of our prayers or the vibrations of our prayers, being in right mm-hmm. position with the Lord, brings great prophets, and nice. that would be kingdom prophets. So this was one of the things that lined up when I heard victory prayers uh, and scriptures that would come mm-hmm. up in my
0: spirit, man. So I think we can judge this as the word from the Lord. True. And then when we start to, uh, in this case, when I look in at an interpretation, and honestly, I don't really see a spiritual, I mean, it is kind of very direct, I don't right? Really it's an that, application. Yeah, yeah, this this moves into the application. So, this
1: raises a question: How's this get done?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I this is a little bit of a sidebar, but it's it's a fun sidebar if you'll take it with me. So, um, I had been asking Holy Spirit, well, "Okay, well, teach me victory prayers." Then, so I was reading through Mark chapter eleven, and. Um we all know this, we've all heard this, we've all sung these songs at Easter time, right? It's the Jesus is getting on the donkey, right? And riding into Jerusalem and the palms and the shawls are being put down and they're 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 hailing him as their their king, right? And um but I happened to be reading through the Passion translation and it came upon the word and by the way for anybody who hasn't read the Passion Translation, one of the things that's really, truly amazing about it is his footnotes. His footnotes are so interesting. It's almost, um, I, I don't know what whether you call it a, a dictionary, a concordance. I mean, his footnotes are very elaborate. Um, well, if you look at Mark 9-11, um, they are singing Hosanna, Right, and mm-hmm. I had never realized what Hosanna means in the Aramaic, and what it means is bring the victory. So when they were all cheering, Hosanna, Hosanna, in the highest—that what they were, what they were saying is bring the victory, bring the victory. Mm-hmm. Most translations um, That's translate Mark 11, Hosanna nine. to mean. Yeah, Mark 11, 9. Okay. They, they translate Hosanna to be, oh, save us now. Um, but it can very well be and gets translated in the Passion Translation as bring the victory. So for those of you who have heard or interact with Liz and I, you will often hear us just say the, the simple word. Hosanna. 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 Um, I, and then I'll be honest with you, I, I was i was going out for a run the other morning and i said you know what i want to hear a hosanna song and there are some um but many of them i don't know they just they don't sound like victory songs to me they sound softer um yeah more like welcoming it wasn't like uh a, a celebration a that we just cheer? conquered right. we just triumphed right we just stomped the enemy right it, there is one though that i i found that i really like and it's by a guy named paul Baloche. um it's upbeat it's it's victorious good words and it's lots of hosanna ing so anyhow i just show that little bunny trail because um yeah, so for anybody who hears or interacts with Liz and I on a regular basis, don't be surprised when out of nowhere you hear us say, Hosanna.
1: Yeah, let's, let's pause here, because one of the things of flowing in the Holy Spirit, and prophecy is a gift of the Holy Spirit. And I remember my mentor, uh, Diane Pettit, would say it's easier to catch a move of the Holy Spirit than it is to teach a move of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. And one of those challenges on the teaching side is, is we quickly click into our logic brain and we go the Greek way and we go, okay, okay, let's get this, let's get this, go find us out on the internet, let's do this, mm-hmm. let's do, and we use our logic to try to catch a move of the Spirit. And what the mentor is saying is really you have to become uh, more like a Hebrew You have to be raised in the relationship. You have to be raised in the family. And Holy Spirit does this with you. So these, what you call sidebars, is really getting you set up to catch the move of the Spirit that's coming, but you don't have any logical idea. We call it pushing buttons and moving levers. You're trying to get there. However you have to be aware that Holy Spirit's going to move and he can set you up in that. And he'll let you go down these little bunny trails if that bunny trail leads you to the place that you can catch the move of the Spirit. If it doesn't, then he's going to wait for you to back out, exhaust yourself, and then he's going to take you in that direction. So you can't rely on your logic as your primary source it needs to be secondary or third or fourth down down the wrong you really need to spend time in the spirit praying in the spirit and asking questions all right holy spirit just like you did what 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 does this look like what do you want to give me how do you want to lead me and you've got to you got to realize this isn't about Finding the right prayer It's being in the right spirit Praying the right prayer so a lot of times and I'll use myself an example because I have a computer science background I have a problem-solving background Okay, I found the perfect prayer, but I'm applying it the wrong way with the wrong spirit And I'm train wrecking the prophetic word because I'm not in the right spirit so catching the spirit with the teaching is is the objective here. Uh, And sometimes you get the teaching first and then the Spirit, but a lot of times if you'll just stay with the Spirit, the teaching's going to find you. The Word will always run you down if you stay in the Spirit.
0: Yeah, my ways are different than your ways. They're Not in your your strength and power, right, but in God's strength and power. So, yeah, there is what you're talking about, I would call... Um, a combustible act of submission, which is a big word, a bunch of big words that simply mean, right, yielding yourself, submitting yourself to the Holy Spirit, and literally, I mean, my words were okay. Then teach me. Okay, I'm ready. I I receive what you said. Ears are wide open, eyes are wide open. I'm 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 teachable now, right? Um. So, yeah. So the first application that I found was um, okay. So everybody's very familiar with this story. It comes out of First Samuel chapter seventeen. It's the story of David and Goliath. But what I was particularly drawn to was the the taunting from the giant, the words that he used to taunt Israel, Mm -hmm. and then the words that David responded back to him with, which I found to be very intriguing. And I'm not going to read the whole chapter. Um, I'll I'll let the listeners go and have a look at First Samuel chapter 17 for themselves. But what I did was I spent some time looking at the words that David used and then turning that into what what I felt led to produce as a victory prayer okay and I'm going to read that and I'm going to leave some blanks here so for our listeners yeah i mean you're you're giant quote unquote um maybe your health, maybe your finances, maybe the situation, maybe the future, maybe the circumstances you're currently in, whatever that giant looks like, you can fill in the blank, and I will just use the words fill in the blank. Okay, so this is essentially from everything that I've done from a research standpoint is that uh, these, these words, these prayers are meant to be spoken aloud, mm-hmm. loud enough so that people can hear. So it's a decree. It's not really a choir. Program.
1: Kind of. it's, it's the, a declaration, definitely.
0: It's definitely a declaration. It could be, and there's, there's another subject we could talk about if you want, and that's a victory decree because that's not listed on here, but that's something that God has illuminated for me let me stay on this. So here's the here's the prayer based on David standing before Goliath, but your your Goliath could be any giant. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. I stand before the giant of fill in the blank in the name of God Almighty. This day, God of the Angel Armies will deliver you into my hand with his word I strike, fill in the blank, dead. Anything that raises up against the Lord's chosen will know the power of God and everyone shall know the battle is the Lord's.
1: Definitely a victory prayer. Presence of the fighting is of the Lord. It's not about us. I see this response lines up very well with what's been given.
0: The next area that I found as a victory prayer comes from Exodus chapter 14. And um, it's specifically, so this is this is essentially, and if you haven't read Exodus chapter 14, I encourage the listeners to go and read the, because it's, it's fascinating. God has essentially moved Moses and the Israelites fleeing from Egypt into what looks to be a, quote-unquote, trap. So he positions them between some mountains, the Red Sea, and the Egyptian army. And um, this, this victory prayer is what Moses spoke aloud to the to the Hebrew nation. Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the blank, fill in the blank, that you see today, you shall not see again forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Tell, fill in the blank, to go forward. Lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the obstacles and divide it. Then the enemy will know that I am the Lord.
1: It's hard not to get energized sitting here across the table from you and mm-hmm. listening to both of these victory prayers. Um because both of them bring a lot of hope that the Lord is fighting for me. I'll speak. I'll keep it personal. Uh, And that the presence of the Lord wants to do battle. And this brings a lot of encouragement. But thank you for researching that with the Holy Spirit
0: and being submissive to that. Yeah. I've been doing quite a bit of reading about angels and, you know there's there's examples in the Bible where they act as messengers and ministers to uh, to us the believers right ministering spirits and yeah yeah that's good um but a lot of times a lot of times a lot times more than anything else they are fighting on our behalf they are that is that is their function to to essentially execute the will of God and I don't mean execute to be like I mean to do the will of God, right, to perform it. Both of
1: these examples I really believe is on the faith side of of what victory is about, and that is it's not our fight. Yeah, the circumstances are in my lap. Yeah, they're, they're all over me. But when I go to the Scriptures and want to use the Scriptures to fight, finding fight words and not do the decree or the declaration as these two prayers and recognizing the Lord's going to do my battle. Mm -hmm. um, I find that I've stepped into quicksand and I'm going to sink even faster Mm. uh, because the words of the Lord, the power of it is the Lord, Mm. not the power of Steve. Uh, And so the enemy a lot of times will go, Jesus, I know the Lord. I know, but who are you? You know, What power do you come in? And until I recognize that lordship power that I'm submitted to, um, there's a lot of fighting going on and not a lot of victory. And I see these two things to, to shift our prayer life to walk in that
0: victory. Amen. Let's bless the listeners. So, Holy Spirit, I bless the listeners with eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to be open to and following your leading them to find their own victory prayers. Make us all teachable. Reveal to us the depths of your love, and the depths of your divine purpose through each of our lives.
1: Lord, we just are grateful that you call us into a relationship with you through your Son into you, Daddy, Father. And that whole transaction is righteous, and you call us into righteousness. And one of the recognitions of righteousness that I want to bless the listeners with is God is listening Mm 24-7. God knows where you are. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. God knows your future. You're not alone. God has a direction for your life. You're not alone. So um, what was earlier, blessed. There's times when I just have to hold up my hands and go, Daddy, I, I need you to reveal uh, to your child. And this is a position of righteousness. This is an established place Mm -hmm. uh, so that we can begin to realize he's with us in every moment and throughout the moments that are coming. Uh, So I bless you with this wisdom. I bless you with uh, that this goes deep into your, your spirit man so that Holy Spirit can reveal even more about what right standing with God Actually means for you.
0: Amen. We sure would appreciate your feedback. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please click like or rate us with five stars. Be sure to leave a comment. If you have not already subscribed, please do that and turn alerts on. This way you'll automatically know when we release our next installment. You have our permission to share this podcast. If you would like a written version of this episode, you can find a link to our blog in the episode description.